yeah, man. You listen to the screaming choy, man. If you're looking for fuckery, entertainment, and just a whole bunch of bullshit, make sure you listen to my man here. Screaming choy, man. I salute you, homie. This your boy, Dave, and I'm out. Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewing Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And it starts now. everyone welcome back to another exciting episode of screaming chewy show this the conspiracy hour a drew world order and screaming chewy collaboration i'd like to welcome back a very special guest it's been a while man quantavius d what's happening professor yes that's uh it's quantavius motherfucking g um but thank you chewy oh shit my background is drew that's weird. Right? <laughs> I love I love your background, yeah, right. bro. I'm sorry about that. Here, sorry. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me, Chewy. Uh, it's been a long time since I podcasted, and we are here. We've got our dopa, dopa. Fuck, we've got our toga. I don't know where I got dopa. What is a dopa? Uh, yeah, some dope. Devil's <laughs> lettuce. What's up, Chewy? Thanks for having me. Do this is a long time since I've been in the, the old podcast chair, but it's an honor to be here tonight. It's been too long, it man. Been- uh, this is like we're flying an F-16. Who would be flying and who would be firing the guns? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, maybe just switch it around, in, right? Just like an old style. Like, hey, rotate them around. Here we go. So, man, how you been, bro? Been all right. Uh, been a little bit of a up and down few months for me, but uh, excited to be back in the old podcast chair. Uh, the world, you know, uh, I don't know if people know this or not, but if anybody's waiting for, you know, the powers that be to tell you to go ahead and remove your mask that ain't happening anytime soon um it's that it's like we're in china now there's no even smog i mean la might be able to pull off the mask thing all the time because of the smog but you know i've kind of been you know, for the most part laying low because uh, of some shit that's been happening to me but uh i come back out of the rabbit hole and it's like what the fuck happened i'm going back down in you know and it's funny you mentioned that because, I mean, they're calling it the new normal, right, to wear a mask and all that. So my sister's a nurse, and she works at the hospital. She was in selective surgery, but right now there's no selective surgery because of COVID shit. So they made, like, a special room. I don't know if they sealed it off or whatever, but it's specifically for COVID patients, and she has to deal with them. And... All, the, all over the media, you hear that Arizona's number one hotspot for COVID in the world, right? Not just United States, in the world. 
But she says there's not that many people in the COVID hospital rooms. And she's not a conspiracy theorist, but she's just like telling me like, that's fucking weird, bro. You know what I mean? Like she, she, she's not a conspiracy theorist and she knows something's up. Shit. That is odd, dude. And I was listening to Bill Clinton's uh, DNC address. Uh, and the one, the one thing I did agree with him that it didn't make sense to me. He's like, listen, Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. Okay. This fellow Trump, uh, the, the world, uh, we have, what did he say? We have 4% of the population on the planet, but we got 25% of all the COVID cases now. Uh, to me, you know, I might be high as fuck and, you know, anything, but I tell you, the math doesn't add up. I want you to listen to me. And I was like, that's about the only fucking thing that's ever made sense from coming from that dude's mouth. But uh, yeah, it's fucking, I've known one person, and I, I don't even know this person. They're from Castbox that says they had it. And other than that, I, I don't know. It's just fucking crazy. It's just nuts. And you look at the COVID map here. I got my website pulled up here. Let me see how many current. Uh, I think there's like 25 million cases worldwide, 850 some thousand deaths worldwide. But where the fuck are all these people? You know, like, I don't know. I just, yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing about the masks that doesn't, that freaks me out or doesn't really freak me out. Where the fuck when the 9-11 responders, when they were down there in those, the rubble, cleaning that shit out, trying to find survivors and whatever. Where the fuck was the mask? Where was all this concern for masks then? You know, all those guys fucking, ladies and gentlemen, fucking died like years after because of all the exposure from whatever the fuck they were being exposed to. Where the fuck was all this concern about the masks for the first responders after 9-11? But now, you know, people that, uh, you know, were letting their dog shit on their neighbor's yard for a year straight, like, fuck that guy, his yard sucks. I'm concerned about him. I don't, I'm going to put my mask on make sure I don't breathe any particles. So he breathes it, but I'm going to let my dog continue to shit on his yard. Cause he's a fucking ass. Like when did people become so compassionate? You know, I love the compassion, but let's have a little bit, let's have some different compassion, you know? Mm-hmm. You're right. That's a very good point. And then talking about nine 11, since we're almost there, right. The anniversary, um, the Lebanon, right. That building that exploded in Lebanon, right next to a ground zero dude a fucking big ass crater in the ground and next to it was that huge building that did not get knocked down so people still say uh jet jet fuel melt steel beams i don't think so yo because if you saw that lebanon explosion it was fucking massive yo and it fucking flattened out buildings all around it except that huge one which would be built like the twin towers you know yeah, dude. So you're talking about the the Beirut blast or whatnot? Yeah. Dude, I, okay. Did, you, did I send you that video of like twelve different angles of that fucking thing going off? Dude, sh- I mean, mm-hmm. you talk about. I watched that. I still watch that. Um, that I, I every time I th- I think about that. Well, number one, the the building. Yeah, WTC seven. It just nothing about like what does fucking physics change from location to location or depending on the circumstance as well, depends on, you know, if the, if uh, ISIS was involved and absolutely the physics of it would be absolutely this, but you know, if it happened to be like the inside job or something, like, what are you talking about, man? You want like conspiracy theorists, but uh, that blast people want to know, or people are curious, you know, what are we up against? What are our children up against? What is the next generation up against? Like watch that blast. That's the nature of what we're dealing with on this planet. Like that fucking, that, that's terrifying. 
watching that blast. I mean, seeing from all those different camera angles from the boat, you see people like the shockwave alone almost blew some people. It's just, that's the level of, that's what these people, the powers that be, that's what they're capable of. And it should go to show that like, holy shit, they, they are Steve, like pressing ahead full steam, you know, just fucking terrifying. And I, right under right? our noses, and, you know, everybody's like, Oh yeah, that was just ammonium nitrate. Like, yeah. You know what? With fireworks. You know, if, if you believe that, <laughs> I got some prime beachfront property in Western Kansas. I would like to sell you prime. You ain't going to see beach views like this in Western Kansas, you know? So if you believe that shit, you can find me. I'll get you some nice beachfront property in Kansas. Did you see the video I sent you where um, they showed one of the angles of, of the explosion of the building, but it's in infrared. And right before it blows up, you see a little dot from the sky come from an angle right towards the building and then yep. boom. And I saw like, another video where they freeze frame. Like, obviously there's something like it comes in from like a 45 degree angle. It's like, what is that? That's just a hawk. Mm -hmm. It's a nuclear hawk, you know, like just, and and perfect timing, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because you could see it come down fast, and as soon as it hits the building, that's Just when it blows. That what that hawk did was that hawk came in and it dropped a dookie. That dookie been hot as fuck. Just a, a thousand Kelvin dookie just <laughs> happened to just take all that shit. Not, nothing to see here. Keep moving. Like it's just I don't that's a new secret weapon, hot, hot dookie. dookie. The hot dookie do. You know, John Wayne himself, he wanted to name it the John Wayne, but they said, Nope, we're gonna call it the hot dookie do. Uh I'm surprised that only like 140 some people died from that. Like I, that's surprising to me that, which doesn't make sense at all about the nine 11 shit either. Uh, 3000 people. I don't know. Nothing about our world makes sense anymore. You know? And uh, the math doesn't you know, add up. And that's if people want to, like we always talk about this, Chewy, uh, people want to know, like just, there's something about the world that just doesn't add up. Like, wait well, here, I got one plus one does not equal four. Okay. That's number one. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's just so many coincidences that just happen to happen perfectly. There's nothing to see. Go read a library book. Like which one? Martha Stewart? No, thanks. There's something happening. The, there's somebody is running things from behind the scenes. And, you know, it's just, I can't wait to not vote for the child diddler Biden. Of course, I probably won't vote for Trump either, but uh, what a world, what a beautiful world that we're handed to our children, you know? And then, uh, so people ask, why well, imagine people ask, Okay, let's say Lebanon did get did get bombed, right? That building that with the aluminum nitrate or fireworks, whatever. Let's say it did get bombed and everybody found out and somehow were able able to prove it, right? People would ask, why would they bomb it? Why bomb Lebanon? Who is their enemies? Well, there's plenty of fucking enemies, and the United States is itching to get in there. And if you ask me, so is Russia, because we even had a recent uh, incident with our soldiers in Lebanon, and they ran into fucking Russian trucks, and they got sandwiched by two Russian trucks, and I think the soldiers got injured or died, but there was also a helicopter chasing the U.S. soldiers and swooping down to dangerous levels, which is a tactic to, like, you know, get them out of there, so I think that's weird. But what are, what's the U.S. and Russia doing in Lebanon right yeah, that's, now? That's very that's very odd. I don't even fucking know that shit. Uh, and speaking of the United States and Russia, 
I have a story pulled up and we can talk about this a little later, but uh, NATO's making some moves. There's all kinds of military drills happening in the fucking up by Alaska, like two. Let me find this story real quick. But I did not know about that. That's interesting. Um, and all this shit, it's all about what do they call it? They call it uh, uh, what, like not, not national security, but military uh, assets, the strategy of military assets and whatnot, the military industrial complex. Uh, here's a story from Fox News. USB-52 gets buzzed by two Russian jets. Uh, jets act was unsafe, unprofessional, Air Force says. Unprofessional. Just <laughs> unprofessional. Like, is there anything un like professional about war? No, not at all, you know? It's fucking war, man. There's no rules. Well, I mean, funny you say that. Cause what about the Geneva Convention? Like, oh, yeah, we forgot about that. Like, there's like it's just, this world. Dude. Like, like they're going to follow yeah. that. I mean, I think you ain't even supposed to shoot a medic soldier, mm -hmm. right? Hey, hold on, man. Uh, don't but, fire at him. That guy's got a, a red cross. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, man. <laughs> Damn, let him go. Yeah, I catch and release <laughs> just like the NYPD. You know what I mean? Right. Like every fucking soldier is a target, yo. I don't give a fuck what you say, you know. But oh shit, sorry, I keep hitting that mute. I don't. I'm afraid I'm gonna sneeze when you're talking, so I hit that mute. But uh, yeah, it's it's the Rona, bro. I hope not. God damn. Uh, yeah, it just uh, what the fuck has happened to our world? Can you imagine? Like last year at this time, I never thought that we would be where we are now, and these the force, the powers that be, like they're either really fucking confident and just throwing everything at the kitchen sink or they're really fucking scared. And I'm kind of hearing a little bit of both, mm -hmm. uh, but the new world order, it's real. Even the world health organization director, the WHO came out and said, this is a crisis. The only thing that's going to lead us out of this crisis when we get through it is a global government. Like <laughs> sign me up, not like they're pushing for that fucking hardcore yep. And Bill Gates is out there jerking everybody off and fucking kissing babies and just appearing everywhere. And even Bill Gates is a puppet, you know, himself. But what the fuck does a guy who started computers have to do with fucking COVID, you know? <laughs> like, how are they going to take his fucking advice? How's the government going to listen right? to him when that, he's not a scientist? Exactly. That's like having an NFL referee go to a spelling bee, you know, and say, uh, offsides, uh, like, no, it doesn't make sense. Like nobody's going to listen to that shit. Listen, they don't ask me how to, you know, stand at a wind tunnel and deliver, you know, thermonuclear propulsion or whatnot. You know why? Cause I don't fucking know anything about it. But Bill Gates, let's let Bill Gates coach a football team. See how good he does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> For real. Somebody somewhere is like, Hey man, that might not be a bad idea. I'm like, Oh shit. Here we go. You know? Coach, can you imagine that fucking dude on the sideline? Like, um, um, let's do a run right, a run left. How's that? That will trick them. Like, <laughs> and um, yeah, they're definitely afraid because more people are definitely uh, waking up and talking about it more openly. Because that's one thing about even if people were awake and knew about things, they didn't speak about it very much. But now. It's fucking happening, you know, even with the sex trafficking, yep. even people that never believed in that before, they're all talking about it, spreading mm -hmm. it. It's starting to become, like, you can tell that, uh, that there's, like, whether it be, like, an energetic shift or, like, there's a mass global awakening happening, and they are just throwing everything. Maybe that's why they are throwing everything at the kitchen sink, because they're like, oh, shit. There's, what, 7 billion people on the planet? They can't have, so if 
the powers that be, whether you look at it from a metaphysical standpoint being, you know, interdimensional or just strictly within our reality, the, the density that we call the 3D, uh, they are literally, they can't have 7 billion people wake up because if 7 billion people wake up, guess what happens to their house of cards? It's gone. There's only a limited number of people on the planet. They have to have a certain number of people in like servitude or to stay asleep. You know what I mean? Uh, and if you look at it, like I said, from a metaphysical standpoint, um, if they really are like attached to these powers that be these families, if they really are uh, being influenced by it, like an interdimensional force, whether it be the Archons, Reptilians, the Anunnaki, the Greys, the whatever it is, um, they, they need a certain amount of the people, a certain percent of the population to stay asleep. Because like in the Matrix movies, um, we're a battery to them. Like we are literally, we're powering them, we're powering their system, we're creating their system all around us. And if suddenly 7 billion people are like, hold on, what the fuck? Like, like the Wizard of Oz, like they realize who the man behind the curtain is, they're fucking done. So that they could be terrified um, and they might be overstepping their bounds a little bit, but it seems like them doing all this shit is starting it. It's causing more people to wake up, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. They're pushing it and, they're, and we're pushing yep. back. And I, I know that, I know there's a lot of people confused right now. A lot of fucking people either, you have like three classes are three different types of people. One is like, they're just, they're going to stay asleep forever. They don't fucking care. They don't want to know. Uh, and they're just, they're happy with their Netflix and they're, you know, fucking whatever. They don't have any interest in what's really happening on the planet because they're either just don't care. They're not mature enough or uh, they're conformists. Then you have the other people that are waking up, but they can't quite see like the big picture of who's doing this or what's happening. So there's a little bit of confusion and those, those folks, you know, I feel bad for them. I know a, a lot of them and like, they're, they're really, they, they're genuine about their desire to like really find out what's going on. Like they really have concern and they really like, they're starting to get a sense of their calling, their destiny. Um, but they're just being bombarded by both sides. And, uh, and it's hard to decide. It is, man. It's, I mean, when you wake up, when you go through your awakening, when you finally realize like everybody at some point, like I said, if you're in this class, the second or third class, um, when you start, you can't put the cat back in the bag when you realize what's really happening on this planet there's no going back and that's what these the powers that be that's what they realize like you cannot fucking unlearn the new truth of what you have just learned you can't go back on 9-11 there's no way you, after finding out reading everything about 9-11 all this other shit the gulf of tonkin whatever it is iran contra you can't go back and just say that unless you just want to be unless you're a fucking sell your soul to the devil and say uh, I'm just going to sell myself out and say that this is what happened. That's not the truth, but you can't unlearn the truth. And a lot of people are just being bombarded uh, because remember when you become aware of something and I'll talk about the third set of people here in a second, but when you become aware of something, when you start to gain an awareness for whatever it is, symbolism, numerology, geopolitical strife, uh, proxy wars, whatever the fuck it is, you are literally, when you're learning something new, you're, you're, you're carving or you're paving new like pathways along your, the, what do they call it? The synapsis, you're, you're paving new neurological uh, parts of the brain that haven't been activated for a while or have never been activated. So you're literally like activating uh, cells and, and DNA, your DNA is being activated too. It's like you're being supercharged uh, sometimes. And like when you first go through your awakening, uh, that's what's happening. You just, there's so much information. You're like a computer that's been slowed down. It's just, it's almost frozen, you know, because you've just been hit with all this shit that it's just, you're trying to decode it so fast. And we're, it's all buffering. yeah, there you go, buffering. Okay, and keep this in mind too. The human body or the, the brain, every second, 11 million bits of information 
uh, are sent to the brain for processing, 11 million. Uh, the conscious mind decodes f about 50 of those 11 million bits of information to construct our reality. I mean, this is crazy. It, just, it uh, organizes, categorizes, and filters everything. Yep. So how powerful is the subconscious, number one? Uh, that's why, you know, when I listen to like lectures or speakers or I've, I've been listening to Jordan Peterson a lot lately and the power of the subconscious, like, wow, it makes you realize how fucking powerful the subconscious is. And if people don't have control of their conscious mind, then how the fuck do you think you're going to have control of your subconscious mind, you know? Because that's really where the Bro. conspiracy lies in for, uh, in, and I guess in, for lack of a better term. And then the third group of people are those who are kind of the trailblazers, if you will, uh, the ones that have been awake for a while and like know what's going on and are like searching for, okay, what's our next move? How do we do this? How do we, how do we confront this force? How do we, how do we encourage those who are not awake and those who are coming to terms with their awakening, <clears throat> how to deal with it, how to, what to do with it? Cause you know, what do you do with this information? A lot of people are just like, well, you can't do anything about it. They're too powerful. They, they own too much. They control too much. Like, no, that's, I don't believe that. Uh, it has to start with the individual because if you want to change a collective, you're not going to change a collective without changing yourself. Number one, uh, just the individual, you got to look in the mirror and what are your own faults? Where do you hope to improve? What, what are the things that are tyrannizing your own soul, your own belief system, or, you know, what are the things that are selling yourself short on? And people really have to look at that. And it's not easy sometimes because you got to go through the death of the ego, but the voluntary death of the ego is a hell of a lot better than the involuntary death of the ego. So, it hurts. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Some people never fucking recover from the involuntary death of the ego, you know? Uh, and it, yeah, it's tough right now. Things are fucking crazy and it's kind of only going to get crazier. But I think what's right about this is you have to keep in mind that the universe, what's happening right now in our solar system, on our planet, in, in, in every nation state, we have been given, I've said this before on your show, Chewy. Uh, by the way, hold on. Um, we again, you just love being here and fuck Jade Capital. Yes, yes, okay, whatever, Professor. But uh, like, we are on the cusp of like some serious. Like, this is amazing. We've never been given an opportunity like this. If you're incarnated into this reality at this time and place, like the universe has a, a purpose for you. Um, I really believe that because otherwise, you wouldn't be here. And you've been placed. You've been put into a body in probably the most important times in our, in our species, possibly, you know, I'm not going to say the universe because who fucking knows what's out there, but uh, it is wild, wild, wild. It's fucking, it's awesome. Not the conspiracy, I know. but I mean, just it's exciting times also shitty, but exciting. And I think, um, you know how you were, you mentioned uh, people say that, okay, let's say that conspiracy theory is true. We can't do nothing about it. Right. Well, I believe you talk about it and um, the more people know, see, you probably won't. Cause I tell people when I tell them conspiracies, I'm like, look, I'm not trying to convince you. You don't have to believe me, do your own research. Once they do their own research, they'll awaken themselves and they're like, Oh fuck. And they'll look at other, you know, research through other websites and uh, you know, just other things and bugs. And then they'll start realizing, Oh fuck, maybe this is true. And they're going to start telling people, yo, dude, you got to check this shit out. This is fucking crazy. And so, like, you know, a lot of people I used to tell conspiracies to, they used to tell me that, oh, you can't do nothing about it. And I'd be like, I could talk about it. Now those people are like, yo, dude, there's 
sex trafficking children. Y'all do the government's do. And I'm like, yep, yep, I know. Right? <laughs> some of these people are like, did you know this? It's like, yeah, we were on to that years ago, you know? Um, and like, it's awesome. Uh, a lot of times, like me, uh, for me, it's like you get to go through your awakening again, but this time you have like a little bit of knowledge. Like, you know, you know how people say, if I would have known then what I know now, and some of us, you know, encountering some of these people that are just beginning their awakening, it's kind of fun. It's kind of frustrating at the same time, but it, again, it kind of helps you relearn what you have already learned. And uh, it's, it's fun to, you don't want to like get people to believe what you want to believe, because like you said, you want people to come to their own conclusions, but you're right. Um, you plant seeds because that's all this fucking force is doing the new world order. They're planting seeds of doubt. They're trying to keep you limited and help, I guess, try to make you think that you are finite when you are literally an aspect of the infinite. So all we're doing is that's fine. If you don't like it now, you're going to plant that seed in a week or two. You're going to read a story that's going to tie to what I just said. And then a week or two after that, you're going to read another story that ties to what you just read two weeks after what I told you. And it just begins to like snowball uh, because it, this is a good reference to Jordan Peterson. Again, I reference him. Uh, he talks about every person's like a node in a network over the your course of your life. You'll know a thousand people. So basically that and everybody, you know, will know a thousand people. That's like two people away from a million or a billion or whatnot. I don't know the math. I wasn't very good at that, but you're a node in a network and information just starts to fucking correlate along this network. You know, it's like a, it's like we're a, a circuit or a motherboard. And that's why information like knowledge is really the true power. And you can't, like I said, you can't put the cat back in the bag. Once this knowledge hits you, it's it's gonna certain DNA and certain neurological pathways are gonna start firing, uh, and it just starts just flush in. And it's scary sometimes, but it's also like holy shit! Like the, it's almost like you found a purpose, you found a reason, you found something that uh, isn't what they say life is about. You know, you're just supposed to work for sixty years and then you get fifteen years of retirement. Like no, uh, there's something more to life. And I mean. <laughs> Definitely. And that's a, it's just a, it blows my mind. It's just every day on, in on this planet, it just gets weirder and weirder, but also we, there's a fork on the road, you know, like we, we, like I said, we've been given a fantastic fucking opportunity. Are we really going to squander that? Um, I feel like Braveheart sometimes, yep. you know, I, I feel like Braveheart sometimes, but then I also feel like just a sack of shit. Like just, uh, I mean, it's duality, dude. It's duality. Light can't exist without dark and vice versa. And when people begin to, like, you gotta like, almost like channel your, find a way to channel the darkness, but control the darkness in a, as a way to benefit you. You know, you can unleash the monster, but just don't fucking let the monster tear up the goddamn store. You know, <laughs> right? And uh, I think it's crazy, dude. Um, uh, Roderick Edwards, when I read his book, How to Overthrow Government. And I'm like, yo, dude, we should do an episode about this. And then, like, a little bit after that, this whole quarantine shit started happening. And, like, we're like, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> this might be a good book to take notes to. <laughs> I, dude, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't read that one. I've, I've read The Universe. But, uh, in fact, I've been openly practicing his, his rule of say yes to anything. And it's kind of been shitty at times. But it definitely does. The Universe... If people would like put their ear to the ground, just try to stop the left brain chatter. Uh, it, the universe really does speak. It's it's really alive. Like it really is alive, and yeah, and it's for alive real. for everybody. It's not just you know, not just be, if you be from Puerto Rico or Virginia. I don't know why I picked those two. That's really random. <laughs> I, Virginia, <laughs> just, Puerto Rico. What are you talking about, man? But yeah, 
You got to pick the most random of the random, right? right? North Korean chili. Like, I want to see that soccer match right now. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's almost like in, dude, like talking to you right now, like I get really excited talking about this and passionate. And I'm seeing in my head, like you got the new world order if you're brainstorming and all these like other just fucking points are flying off that. Like talk about, you know, the occult, Satanism, child trafficking. There's, it, there's so much fucking involved. And you yeah. know, I tell people all the time, like, you're never going to learn. <clears throat> you're never going to learn everything there is to learn. That's not, there's so much to learn. Like information is information. Uh, misinformation is disinformation, but you know, information is knowledge, knowledge is power. And you're not going to, I don't think you're going to take this force down by declaring a coup d'etat. Like they've got all the weapons. They've got weapons that can make you shit your pants. They, you know, uh, they've got weapons that like sonic sonic blast shit like they've got all kinds of weapons that they are just dying you know hey that's gonna turn him into a fucking bowl of tapioca pudding like let's try that out on him you know like uh it's it's gonna be like an information an information war or uh they even tried gay bombs that a a bomb that would fucking explode or a missile and then it releases female pheromones and all the fucking dudes are attracted to each other and can't fight. Like what? Can you imagine the meeting brainstorming like, all right, man, I got an idea. What if we just turned all of the protesters gay? Like, can that really happen? Like, I think we can do it. What's next? They follow it with the AIDS bomb. Oh, fuck, man. Dude, speaking of that, uh, I read an article the other day, like some, the, where did I find this fucking article? Where the fuck was it? But basically said, as an elite class of the population has found a drug or is using some drug that is literally causing AIDS to disappear like in their, in their system, in their bloodstream. And I'll have to fucking find that story. Where the fuck did I see that? Yeah. For real, dude. bro? It's killing yeah, the AIDS it, virus? It literally said, maybe it was on Russia Today. I'll see if I can find it real quick. But it literally said, the article said that it's not just anybody that has AIDS. It's like the elite, the elite population of AIDS uh, victims. Oh, the special treatment. Right? It's just like, uh, I'm like, well, how's come Freddie Mercury like, couldn't get that? You know, like, God damn. You know, Charlie Sheen got that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he probably do. I, I swear to God, dude. Char- not Charles Barkley shit. Don't sue me, Charles. Terrible, terrible. Don't be saying I have AIDS. Terrible. Uh, but uh, what the, what's his name? Magic Johnson. Like, that guy, honestly, seriously, he has to have a fucking cure to AIDS. Like, absolutely. And it's not the South Park cure. It's not just money, you know? Mm-hmm. I know I saw this. They all want to live forever. Yeah, that's a, I think that's, that's a, here you go. Here's a story right here. Elite controllers can cure themselves of HIV without any medical treatment. Bombshell research bombs. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do it in hell. Uh, bombshell research claims. I'll put this in the chat for you. Did, I read this. I was like, oh, that's fucking awesome. And I can't remember. It was Dr. John Day. I read this in a David Icke book, I believe. But this guy gave a presentation in 1969 and this guy was like a rockefeller stooge and i could find this too it'll take me some time but this doctor basically told everybody hey turn your microphones off and some some people didn't obviously and this guy talks about how they have a cure for cancer uh you know some of these elite people can live much longer than normal people and you know uh, and kind of what was coming the restriction of air travel the restriction of travel in general uh, and that's the goal here, dude. The Agenda 21, they are trying to keep people at home, away from people. I don't know if we're ever going back. There's empty, they're playing baseball in empty fucking stadiums. Like, boy, our priorities are fucking mm-hmm. jacked up, aren't they? Like, hey, man, I got all these snacks and just play a football game. I don't care if you don't have to stand, you know. 
it just blows my mind. Can you imagine the, the overhead cost of keeping a baseball stadium going for a game? Like our fucking priorities are just fucking jacked up, you know? And paying those athletes millions yeah. of dollars. And here's the other thing I noticed. You notice that the umpires and shit, not, and there's not really anybody wearing face masks in baseball. Like, what do they know that we don't know? <laughs> you know? And, and they're always speaking. Yeah. No, I'm just, like just <laughs> fucking rubbing, licking their fingers with the ball. It's like, if I, if nobody dropped COVID. No, somebody don't drop a COVID fucking vial out there because like, Jesus is going to kill all of Major League Baseball, which we don't want that to happen. Imagine they go to commercial and they come back from commercial. And they're like, oh, fuck, put your right. mask on. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all, dude. I, you know, I kind of believe that the sports, for the most part, especially the NFL, is fucking big time rigged and maybe not like every play, but the NFL decides the NFL decided that the chiefs were going to win that super bowl. I called that a year before it happened when Patrick Mahomes, <clears throat> like he had this look on his face in the AFC championship game when they lost to the Patriots. I just knew. And I think that the chiefs will win it like the next three or four super bowls. I think that the, the new dynasty, because Mahomes is a fucking superstar, but the NFL, uh, they, they fucking, that shit's rigged. If you, if you don't think it's rigged, like the, the NFL is like a $6 billion industry. Uh, Vince McMahon is, he's in those meetings planning those games, you know, problem. It just yeah. blows my mind. Anyways, yeah, sorry. I got off on a tangent. Sorry about that. <laughs> but yeah. So check it out right here. Um, so about those trucks real quick in yes. Lebanon. I found the article. So, uh, US Max Pro MRAP, I guess that's a, uh, oh, yeah, US Max Pro MRAP. It's being sandwiched by a Russian cat, Kamaz Typhoon APC, and a BTR 82A IFV. So, two Russian like armored vehicles sandwiched, sandwiched one of our troops' vehicles. And they all got hurt, but nobody got killed. They put a couple of videos on Twitter. But uh, so, yeah, so it got sandwiched by those two trucks. And there was a fucking chopper on top of them. A fucking, uh, let me see. A Russian MI-35M helicopter overhead. So they were just definitely being chased. They, there's not a lot of details on why, though. But what the fuck is Russia doing over there, right? Dude, Russia's like that's just I don't know what's going on. That's weird. Uh, they have a lot of interest in Syria too, for some reason. Uh, I just since when you're oh yeah, actually in Syria, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, now I know that this is gonna this is never a popular theory, but uh, I guarantee you know, especially with the United States, like if the United States is over there doing shit, they're usually doing shit for Israel because again. We are Israel's bitch. Uh, and Israel, fucking just massive land grabs. It keep, continues to expand. Uh, the Palestinians are fucking just driven out everywhere. And I'm not really pro-Palestinian or pro-Israel. I don't know that much about the situation to um, you know, comment on it. I can tell you if you look at the, the state of Israel from 1949 to now, like Palestinians have just basically just been fucking pushed out of Israel altogether. And uh, again, I don't, don't know that much about the Bible or the chosen land or whatnot, but uh, Israel is, they are, we are their bitch. And 
I don't have any problems against, with Jews or anything like that. I don't have a problem with Ethiopians. I don't have a problem with African Americans. I don't have a problem with fucking anybody. I don't fucking care unless you try to manipulate my free will or try to harm me or you know people I love. Uh, but <clears throat> there is seriously something weird going on over there. Oh, and speaking of Israel, have you ever seen the Israeli Supreme Court? The top mm -hmm. of the building of the Israeli Supreme Court has a triangle. It has literally the, the pyramid with the all-seeing eye. It's literally on the, yeah. What? And the, the Rothschilds donated the land where that Supreme Court now sits. So that's... Is that why it's on the dollar bill? Uh, yeah, the dollar the bill. Uh, let's see. Franklin Delano Roosevelt put that on the dollar bill. I think in 1933, if I'm if I sound right, uh, and FDR was a 33rd degree Freemason. Uh, it's just they they are trying to put the capstone on their their new secular order. It's uh, no doubt. So I I Google searched NATO drills while you were talking about the Russian shit. This is I'm just going to read a few of the top article uh, headlines. Sweden raises alarm over Russian military exercises four days ago. Turkey launches new military drills as East Med tensions mount 17 hours ago. Show of force aimed at NATO. Belarusian military conduct. Uh, like the biggest fucking. Like there's some huge drills going on, on going on across the fucking planet. Uh, Israel and Germany hold first joint oh, air force man. drills in German skies. Uh, U.S. holds military drills in Eastern Europe. Like, dude, it's fucking. I mean, World War Three may fucking already been started. It's, they're not gonna fucking tell us unless that fucking. Hey, watch out that ammonium nitrate in your hometown. Like, I didn't know they had ammonium nitrate fucking facility here. Like, <laughs> oh, it turns out they had a big ball plutonium in that building too. Lesson, <laughs> hey, number one, I didn't know the microphones is on. Uh, number two, you know. Just fucking blows my mind, you know. Boy, George Herbert Walker Bush, uh, well, I'm so proud. Uh, Barbara and uh, Little W, and even, uh, you know, Danny Quayle. Uh, it's a big idea. My new world order, it's coming into fruition. Fucking <laughs> cocksuckers. Yeah, this is 2020 has definitely been a year to test mm. us. Um, they, they've been throwing everything in. Uh, of course, a huge distraction as well, right? This whole riots and race war. And I mean, there's a lot going on besides the whole COVID, even though that's a big fucking, hey, look over here, you know, huge distraction. But there's a lot of shit going on. What else are they distracting us from, you know? I don't really hear anything about 5G anymore. That was a big fucking thing for a while. I mean, here's how distracted the people are. This country, the United States of America, is so distracted that they haven't taken time to notice that literally a pedophile is running for office. And if you don't believe me, look at the videos of Joe Biden on the Senate floor touching kids. The guy is a fucking – you don't – that's weird. That's not normal the way that he acts around children or women or – it's not normal at all. And not only that, like I don't fucking think he even knows that he's run for office or what planet he's on. You know, I mean – for fuck's sakes. I mean, boy, they had him doped up for his fucking speech the other night. He was just like, uh, they I, just Funny. fucking. <laughs> he kept stumbling over his words and like talking nonsense. Yeah. That was weird. Dude, they probably have like a cattle prod. But, if he like veers too far away from the script, they're probably, uh, you know. <laughs> Reset yeah. some. I mean, he fucking like that video of him when, when he was on the PBS with Hillary, that town hall or whatnot. The guy literally like ducked his head he fucking fell asleep on the fucking on live he's like oh yeah what she said do you have any like children ears or anything like that like the guy's a fucking creep man and then um i think it's even also weird is trump bro our current tr president 
I mean, he's a pedophile too. I mean, he's got a fucking, you know, sexual assault cases and a 13 year old. This goes way back before he became president and everybody hated him. He, you know, he's had a history of that. He's tied up with Epstein. He was best friends with him. And what I tell people is like, who hangs out with pedophiles? Other pedophiles. Like, (laughs) you know, and so he was best friends with them, just like he was friends with the Clintons. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I think even when uh, uh, Hillary Clinton ran for president against Trump, I think that was fucking rigged. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe she just went on so people don't want to pick her and they pick Trump right away. You know, Uh, they were friends. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, I guess I should say like Trump, in my opinion, he's surrounded by neocons. Not really anything's changed. The national debt's gone up what six trillion dollars since he took office, uh, and I, I'm not I'm not really pro Trump or uh, I did vote for Trump when he first ran because he was talking about some shit that really like wow only JFK has really talked about the Federal Reserve and some NAFTA, and since then he kind of just fucking vacated all that and he's just Trump now. Uh, but again, you don't get to that <laughs> position. They don't let people who are just by, you know, we'll just let whatever happens, happens. Like, no, you're bought and paid for if you're running for president of the United States of America. And the, the, there's all kinds of images of Trump smiling like he just had a hell of a good time with Epstein, you know? And I don't see anybody holding a gun next to his head. You know, he was smiling. That's an authentic smile of him hanging out with Epstein. And uh, that whole thing, like you look at the flight logs, like James Gunn was on that fucking plane, right? Some of those plane rides, the director of guard, that's Guardians weird. of the Galaxy director, Stephen Hawking. Uh, I mean, just that's that's uh, that's the nature of our world. Like the, if you're hanging out, you know, like you said, if you who hangs out with pedophiles, I don't fucking hang out with pedophiles at all. In fact, I get shut. I whenever right. move, move into a new area, I always search the fucking pedophile database to see if there's anywhere around, you know. Uh, but if you're hanging out with pedophiles, you're not <laughs> you're you're not like peeling oranges. You're you're into that shit, you know. Like. If a pedophile is like, hey, do you want to hang out? You're like, yeah, no. exactly. Like, uh, get the fuck away from me. You know, like, no, absolutely not. Like, hey, here, and by all means, borrow my laptop too, you know? <laughs> right. But no, it's just, it's fucking. Just make sure you erase yeah, that history, please, man. And don't download anything. But yeah, you're right. Dude, Trump had the 13 year old. They've got something on Trump. Uh, and like I said, I, they whether you are just going along with it because you like just love the power and you're selling your soul to the devil or you have been compromised um, to the point of, you know, being threatened or whatnot. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's in office, right or left, green party, federalist, anti-federalist. Like if you're president of the United States, you're bought and paid for to some extent and you're doing what the real, you know, committee, the real president's committee is, is telling you to do, you know? In, Trump, in Trump's case, it would yeah, be Jared man. Kushner. Like Jared Kushner is a big-time fucking handler. Jared Kushner is absolutely like the right-hand man of Trump. He's in his ear all the fucking time, and I can't stand that dude. Was that the guy that was like racist, like openly? Uh, they like interviewed him? I don't know. He, he's Trump's son-in-law. Oh. Because I, I seen a video. I think they said he represented Trump or some shit, but mm-hmm. uh, they, like two two black guys interviewed him. And he was straight up saying, like, like it wasn't straight up racist, but it was, like, the smart way of saying it. I don't like black people and shit like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but I'll look it up and I'll send Dude, it to you. I just, it was like, racism, I just don't fucking, I don't get it, man. You don't see, like, car washes saying, hey, 
that purple car right there, keep that some bitch car out of my car wash. Like it's a fucking purple car. Like it's just so stupid, you know? It just blows. It sucks, man. That that's the fucking nature of those are the people that are in charge of our fucking everything, you know. Scary. That's I just want to text somebody like LOL, he he, not funny, you know. Oh my OMG, like it's just fucking very scary. It's very frightening. Bro, and then uh so what everything is going on in 2020. Imagine 2021, we start off with World War Three. Like, cause that's how we were gonna start off in 2020. We like almost went into World War Three. Yep. Uh dude, uh, I'm trying to think of like the numerology. So September it's been 19 years since so this will be 19 years, September eleventh. Uh and you always try to like try to predict like what's next for these people because they are they go by a different fucking plan. There's an agenda, and that agenda includes numerology, it includes the occult, it includes satanic holidays, it includes shit that you and I don't normally we don't coordinate our days thinking that at 6:33 I will sacrifice a goat. You know, like we don't do that. It, for the most part, human beings like mm-hmm. we're ritualistic, and every once in a while on the weekend we'll you know we'll, we'll let loose and like have, not have a plan and just kind of see what happens, try to have a good time, and un- unwind or whatnot. But these people, like it's almost like to the T, to almost to the second, they're rigid as fuck about what they do, when they do it, who they're doing it with, and why they're doing it. You know. Fuck, the Super Bowl was held on a, a pagan satanic holiday, Ingrid's Day. Uh, what was it? Imbolc, the Imbolc Festival. Took the, the halftime show of the Super Bowl was a fucking satanic ritual, as it is every year. What? Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, and I'd have to pull up my notes. I don't know if I have these, but the Super Bowl was held literally on, I think it's Ingrid's, I-N-G-R-I-D, Ingrid's Day, also called the Imbolc Festival. It's a pagan festival uh, representing... Uh, what was it? A fertility ritual, like that dance, that dance Shakira did at the halftime show of the Super Bowl. Like she was doing t- like almost tit for tat what the ritual called for. Where she did that rope thing. It was a fertility ritual. Um, she was dressed in red. She was in a circle. It was a ritual, man. Hard. I, one of the most blatant ones I've ever seen in a Super Bowl. Uh, every, every year Super Bowl, the, the Justin Timberlake was on a black and white square. Lady Gaga, that one she had that year was blatantly. She's my sister. She's like just having Satan. Like just, oh yeah, just fucking, just fucking. It just blows my mind. And people are like that was really artsy. Like that was really satanic, you know? No, it wasn't. That was just artsy. And you know, again, it was beautiful. Like that's what that's what people are like. People don't when you are unaware that you're watching a ritual. Guess what? You're taking part in the ritual. Um, because your subconscious is taking part, even though your your conscious doesn't oh, isn't aware of it, like your subconscious is soaking up the themes. Like a circle, anytime you see a circle and shit like that, rituals are performed within a circle because they are attempting to invoke the deity from inside the circle. But being inside the circle protects you from the deity that you're invoking. Um, these people. They know some shit that you and I don't know. We're talking magic, like M A G G I, what K or whatever, C K, Alistair Crowley type shit. And uh, but no, it's just cultural. Just uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Just a beautiful halftime show. I feel a little evil though right now. I just feel like going out robbing a store, maybe you know embracing Satan. Like no, I wasn't satanic at all. You know. <laughs> Go murder somebody. You know, I, I, what was your what was your motive here? Like I just watched the halftime Super Bowl. I don't know what happened. You know, I went to get chips and I killed I somebody. It's my fault. It was Satan's fault. Lady Gaga made me do it. I'm like okay, son Sam. Yeah, all right. Go ahead and get in your cage. You know. 
<laughs> it's fucking, it's crazy, dude. It's just sad, man. And I don't really follow like the 4chan or the, the QAnon thing, that, but some of what they're saying about uh, that, what these people do with these rituals, dude, it fucking just, it makes you really like shake your head and be like, there's, it's so fucking far out there that it's just, that's fucking the, the embodiment of evil. It's not even evil. It's below evil. It's, I don't know how you could do some of the shit that they say they do to children and, and people. And it just blows my mind. It just blows my mind. Oh, fuck. My laptop's about to go dead. Tom, hold on. I got a good idea. I might get hungry later, baby. Hold this hot dog for me. <laughs> That's what it feels like when you're broke down. Oh, yeah. See, this is why when I transport weed, I only carry one gram on me, but I carry it in a, like an 800 pound safe. We are Happy Hour News Team. Follow us. We love Florida, man. They say they go damaged. Damaged. They go damaged goods. Damaged goods. Oh. So we talk cars. No. If you don't, if you don't know where you're at, oh, I know where I'm at. Oh, but you just said, "Where am I?" Well, I was trying to like sit with myself. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Where Fuck, there's a microphone. I think you've had too much We are happy hour news team. We are happy hour news You can't be fixed. We are happy our news team. Follow us. Okay, so let's uh, let's get back around to to our regular regularly scheduled bullshit. <laughs> I'm Anthony. I'm Sarah. And we're the hosts of the A period C period T period podcast. That's right, the ACT Podcast. You gotta put the periods in between. I told you it was gonna be too hard to find. Don't worry, folks. It's not a show about acting. Thank God. It's a show about anything and everything. Like how tiny your penis is. Yep. We cover sex, religion, politics, day-to-day life, and... And how tiny your penis is! Yes, we got that. Well, I just want to make sure people realize that we make fun of everything. Of course we do. We even have a blind agent that comes in. Yes, yeah, so if you want to have some fun and laugh at our ridiculous attempts of humor, come join us on the ACT Podcast, the ACT Podcast. Available on all podcast platforms. Hey, so I'm sure you've noticed I've been getting a lot more celebrity guests on my show, and this is all thanks to Steve Joyner. He's a publicist. And man, this guy takes his work seriously. He does not fuck around. 
and this guy is keeping me busy yo he, yeah i'm just getting so many celebrity guests thank you so much steve joining and um if you yourself are an actor director producer and you are looking for a uh, publicist do not hesitate to contact steve right he is a really cool guy you'll love him okay his phone number is 816 605-4561 or if you would like to email him it's uh, all one word starts with a capital S and it's stevesjnetwork at gmail.com so again starts with a capital S and then it's t-e-v-e-s-j-n-e-t-w-o-r-k at gmail.com Tell him Screamy Chewy sent you. You will not be disappointed. And uh, yeah, so big shout out to you, Steve. Thanks again, bro. Peace. All right, and we're back. So, man, uh, where were we, bro? I think, uh, okay, number one, Drew unplugged the modem on accident. I told him, don't cut the green wire. He cut the fucking green wire, okay? I said, you're supposed to cut the fucking blue wire. Don't cut the fucking green wire. Now, um, I, yeah, anyways, uh, dude, can you imagine? Somebody was telling me, so let's talk about, uh, real quick, I was just going to give an example. So the people that are going through their awakening right now, um, it's like they're the person, you know, with working with the bomb. And the universe is like telling them just cut any wire when they need to be cutting a specific wire. So that's kind of what it feels like right now. It's like, hey, it don't matter. There's 15 wires here. Just pick a color. You know, no, that's not how it goes. You need to cut the purple wire first. And the, who fucking cares, man? That's uh, that's kind of what going through the awakening is. But I don't even know where we were. Where the fuck were we? I like that. Uh, fuck. That's my fault, dude. I cut, the, I cut the router cord. I wasn't supposed <laughs> to cut the router cord. You're trying to cut a bomb and... It was actually the router cord, right? Can you imagine if you're cutting your, you know, your, your whoever you're, you're watching a birth happen? You're like, I know, cut this cord. Like, you sure I'm supposed to cut this umbilical cord? Is this baby gonna blow up on me or what the fuck? <laughs> hey, you think the bomb squad guys get PTSD and like, you know, if they're gonna cut their baby's umbilical cord, like you were saying, <laughs> they get flashbacks of when their homie exploded cutting a wire. <laughs> They just take that baby and dive on it. Like, no! <laughs> Get out of here! Fucking baby just goes flying out the window. Like, everything's fine. We're good now. We're good. Or, Dude, or I they, remember. Uh, they get the robot. Ahead. They get the bomb squad robot to cut the baby's cord. <laughs> okay, okay, we're good. They cut the fucking remote control. I remember when uh, Riker was born. Uh, after seeing in Riker, and I'll just, I won't get too graphic, but my kid came out, literally didn't open his eyes after he came out. He came out with them suckers open and he like looked right at me. I was like, dude, aren't your eyes burning or something right now? You know, yeah, his eyes were open. Like when he comes out, it's just like Kilroy, you know, just, you know, it's just fucking weird. And I remember like, I don't remember she just handed me that thing. And before she even told me what to do, I just, (laughs) I cut it. And she's like, uh, I don't know. I just reacted. I was kind of in shock. Though. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? There was like 20 some people in the room. There were people at the back on the, on their phone. I was like, who the fuck are these people? You know, dressed in fucking, they had like the scrubs on and shit. They were like on their phone. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? Like this looks like ER. You know, George Clooney was there. It was an ER fucking reunion. There were people in that room that night that didn't have anything to do with the birth. I don't know what the fuck they were there for. I mean, just quality control. I'm like, hey, this printer's out of paper. Like, why the fuck you need a printer right now? This woman's giving birth, you know? 
Imagine one of the nurses like had friends like, yo, y'all want to see a baby be born? Check this shit out, man. Dude, I, uh, the, the doctor, Dr. Lopez, like the entire fucking night, uh, she was really tired, you could tell. But she like, uh, for a lot of the time, like basically she had her eyes closed for most of the fucking thing. She's like, all right, she's three centers dilated. I was like, do you need to sleep? Or is there another doctor here? I'm not delivering this baby, you know, like... You have your fingers in my, you know, my girlfriend at the time and your eyes are closed and you're not really acting like anything serious has happened. Like, you, you know, and obviously not her first rodeo, but uh, yeah, it was, that is one hell of an experience. <laughs> Anyways, speaking of childbirth, what about the conspiracy? <laughs> of cloning, yeah. bro. Yeah, dude, you know, I was talking about that last night. It has to be real. It has to be. You know, just that obviously remember like wherever they are on the surface, which is where we are. I don't know why I said they No, I'm not part of the Illuminati. I promise you, uh, <laughs> wherever we are on the surface, like they're probably at least 100 years ahead of us below the surface, maybe even a thousand, which is fucking terrifying too. Like imagine just the technology that we're aware of. I mean, it's like years behind, you know, it's it's already been a long time since they discovered it and tested it, and then we know about it. But I remember in high school, I had an honors biology, and we did a study on cloning, and they explained the whole process, and then um, I had to do a report on it. Like, uh, if some, cause so the way it works is they get your DNA, and they inject it into a a cell right like like they suck out like i don't know if they're stuck chromosomes or whoever has your dna and they inject your dna in that and then those cells they inject them into an embryo or some shit and that baby grows up to be your exact clone so however you old you are right now if they cloned you you're going to be that much older than your clone you know what i mean because yeah. it has to grow up and be born and shit like a human so it's not like a 3D printer or some shit, you know. <laughs> but anyway, anyways, that was with how they uh, cloned goats. Uh, they've cloned animals before it's happened. Supposedly, it's never happened on humans. But, I mean, like I said, it's probably more advanced now and tested on humans. And we would never oh, know. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's not like multiplicity. Like, you go to the cloning store and, you know, a week later, like, hey, here comes 36-year-old me. Uh, that's a... Dude, that's a, so speaking of cloning, it reminds me of the Anunnaki, the Sumerian tablets in Zechariah Sitchin's The 12th Planet. And kind of what those tablets say is that, you know, these Nephilim or the Anunnaki uh, kind of took the Neanderthal at the time and did a little genetic splicing, cloning, whatnot, mixed in a little bit of their blood, a little bit of this, a little bit of Chardonnay, uh, you know, here, here and there, sausage, whatnot and boom voila the human being is born but these tablets talk about that during these attempts to clone or genetically modify like all kinds of fucking fucked up creatures and weird shit was happening until so they it. It. oh yeah dude i can you like imagine that like uh, those swimming tablets fuck, i don't know how old those are they were found in 1869 there a lot of the shit that we reference that we talk about it predates the bible and people are like I want to get priests to the Bible, but I don't want to pay attention to that at all. It's like, that's older than the Bible, you know? Yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, it, it talks a lot about uh, genetic splicing and, and creating us in a test tube. Uh, so think about that thousands of years ago, these gods having access to certain technology that 
either from a cataclysm or just because they took it underground or whatnot. We've all seen the videos of like the time travelers on, on YouTube, like that lady walking in the Charlie Chapman movie. I don't, what the fuck is, I don't, is she holding a shoe? I don't know if anybody would tell a shoe up to their face like that and talked. Uh, and then that one of Mike Tyson, that guy looks like he has a smartphone at the Mike Tyson fight. Uh, yeah, the technology, Andrew Bassiago talks about Project Pegasus being administered in 1969, shortly after Tesla's death. Uh, like, and then them literally in 19, what, 1969 or 1972 or somewhere in there, having, like seeing 9-11 happen as part of that project. Like they knew that, he even says Donald Rumsfeld was there uh, to see that. So Project Pegasus, uh, Blue Beam, I mean, I can't imagine what DARPA and some of those fucking military contractors so uh, project you know. pegasus that was the chair right where they would strap children in and then yeah. able to time travel but it's only in your head you don't physically time travel right yeah yeah they basically well and as Stuart swerdlow talks about the montauk chair he's a montauk chair survivor but they they, they spin you so fast like the g-forces literally like push your fucking consciousness somehow out of your body but it's within this like etheric field or whatnot so you're still you, you don't really go anywhere but you you because they talk about having an out-of-body experience, but still being, it's really fucking weird. And I know that the science of that, somebody's like, yeah, that sounds real fucking logical. Like, well, trust me, don't listen, like, listen to Andrew Basiago and Stuart Swerdlow talk about it. But yeah, the, they literally just, they did something to like alter their consciousness, keep them in their body, but like shoot them. It's almost like they had access to the Akashic records, if you will. Uh, but the technology, it, uh, uh, it's fucking, it just blows my mind what they are possibly capable of, what they have, uh, I mean, 9-11, dude, it's very possible they were using high-energy beam weapons, you know? I mean, those, those buildings just disintegrated because <laughs> that's normal, you know? Just totally normal. That's some Star Wars shit right there. Dude, yes. Uh, and, he, okay, so George Lucas, especially when you look at, like, there's a moon in our solar system that looks exactly like the Death Star. The Star Wars, and this might be sound crazy, batshit crazy, <clears throat> Yes, yes, true story, true history, history it is. Mm. But Star Wars could possibly quite be, it might be the fucking true story of our fucking galaxy or, you know, uh, yeah, Lord Sidious would be Joe Biden. Uh, Darth Vader would be, uh, you know, I don't know, fucking Obama, maybe. Uh, not because he wears a black suit, just want to point that out there. Uh, but yeah, it, Star Wars, there's a lot of fucking themes and shit in Star Wars that uh, are relevant. It, pretty nuts. George Lucas is a big time insider, big time insider. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, because oh. the laser weapons, you wouldn't need physical bullets. It's, mm -mm. it's like... And then, uh, well, there's the fucking forest fires they have in California. Like, you can see pictures, certain pictures. Like, there's rings. It's like, looks like a fucking vibration feel. It's like, that's perfect. Because, you know, Smokey the Bear's like, that's just one big cigarette. That's why we want you to put your cigarettes out. There's, you know, like, come on. Uh you talk about some weird, weird shit. I've been into recently the anomalies on Mars. The father, something happened on Mars. The lights on Ceres. You can read about the Phobos incident. You, there's a book called uh, The Ringmakers of Saturn that talks about these giant fucking vessels, two kilometers long, that are leaving emissions. That these emissions are somehow causing or causing these the the rings of Saturn to disappear or appear. Uh, there's all kinds of crazy shit happening in our solar system. The now the anomalies on Mars and even the Moon. The Moon is rife with UFO activity and building I, I, buildings. Ninety degree angles don't really appear in nature. If you have a shitload of ninety degree angles, 
anywhere. That, that's intelligent design, you know. There ain't no rocks up there being like, hey, stood here and then you stood here and we'll go that way, you know. No, there's there's our solar system, in my opinion, and uh, NASA's not going to tell you this because NASA stands for never a straight answer. But you look at their JPL, like some of their images coming from Mars and shit, and they're heavily touched up. They're heavily brushed out. Like there's some shit on the moon. There's a seven kilometer tall fucking tower on the moon. Like that's perfectly normal. It's a, it's a crystalline structure. Like seven kilometers tall. Like that's fucking insane. That's like three miles high. Well, and they're saying that's like a natural structure. Yeah, that, well, that's what they claim. And this thing was seen in a lunar reconnaissance orbiter of 19... Fuck. I can't remember. 1969 or whatnot. You can see this thing on the, the fucking image. It's, they call it the glass, the glass shard or the, the tower shard or whatnot. There's, what? a fucking, there's a vessel that's three football fields long on the moon. The moon, you know, we don't even see the backside of the moon. Uh, the moon, when they bombed it, or they ran the lunar module into it in 1969 or whatnot, it rang like a bell, like continuously, which indicates that it's fucking hollow. Uh, the moon is like, there's rocks on the moon older than the planet Earth, and if the moon came from the Earth, that doesn't make much sense, you know? Oh, fuck, uh, dude. Yeah, it's fucking... Then you have like the Apollo missions, and I won't get into the whole Kubrick thing, but there's audio of them being on the moon, on the moon saying, hey, they're, they're over there over the past watching us or whatnot, like those guys seemed pretty fucking freaked out too when they came back. So who fucking knows, man? I mean, they probably saw yeah, some shit. Huh? Oh yeah, dude. And then you tie that into like Majestic Twelve, how Eisenhower supposedly met with the aliens, the Majestic Twelve project. What? I never uh, heard of that. Yeah, Majestic Twelve basically was uh, Eisenhower de- developed this task force, like highly, highly classified, like big time, top like secret. The the space A team. Yeah, but it pretty much. Yeah. And I can't remember who was on this fucking the Majestic 12, but and there was a, according to whistleblowers or whatnot, uh, it was a, basically they were the ambassadors for these aliens. And even some people say that Eisenhower met with these aliens, it came up with a, a treaty and the treaty included. Now I know that this is kind of, okay, so let me say this first. Like, I don't say this lightly. Um, I'm saying this not to like make myself sound like a fucking asshat and not to discredit some of the other things that we can prove without a doubt. Um, but I'm just telling people how wild and crazy and how far out and how far, uh, like how far, or what am I trying to say? Like how odd truth is. Truth is stranger than fiction. And Eisenhower was a military general, you know, uh, meeting with fucking UFOs in an, on a runway in what was it? Dover, Maryland or whatnot. I mean, who fucking knows what's happening uh, behind the scenes, you know. I think I know what you're talking about. I think I've heard of Eisenhower that met with the Hollow Earth people. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard something yeah. like that, dude. Yeah, and uh, you know, it just blows it blows my mind, like how how big our world is, how much is happening in this planet, on this universe, on the solar system, and people come home every night and fucking turn on the five o'clock news and believe that shit or watch Netflix, and they get so drawn into like these fantasy stories and these thing, you know, like why would you take, take interest in planet earth where it's really fucking happening. You don't have to watch American horror story. That is planet earth, you know? Mm-hmm. And it gets scarier. The, the more you research you do. There's some yeah. fucked up shit out there. Yep. I mean, I, I remember when I read Kathy O'Brien's books and I started hearing about Arizona water and they were MK ultra victims talking about, 
what these politicians and these senators and these people in power, what they do to children, what they do to these MK Ultra slaves, these victims, and what these MK Ultra victims are, are there for. They're there to pass messages, to uh, you know, basically pass along military secrets, assets, whatever it is. Uh, there are times when you go down the rabbit hole um, when, like, you you come across something that just honestly for me like it's just floored me before it's i've taken like three or four days to like just fucking process what the fuck that told me and it's it makes you sad it terrifies the shit out of you how the fuck could that possibly have infiltrated every fucking system or every level of government of all governments everywhere except for north korea and iran uh and what the fuck are we gonna do you know because everybody's out there that's not happening you know like geez people are just defending and building their own fucking enslavement around them and they don't even know and they get offended when, when you tell them the truth and you know it's like you they don't want you to bust their bubble their little fantasy world and you're like i'm just trying to help you but i mean like you were saying you got to kill that ego some people don't want to kill that ego and nope. they don't want to admit they're they're wrong or they've been lied to it's like sorry bro it's the truth i'm sorry <laughs> Truth is the truth. I mean, dude, I have, I know neocons uh, that like talk about the project for a new American century, talk about how the CIA was heavily involved in the creation of Osama bin Laden, you know, funded him, trained him, uh, you know, as part of the Mujahideen as they were trying to take on uh, the Soviet Union. Uh, in Zbigniew Brzezinski's words, trying to give them their Vietnam. And then boom, just turned on him and, and basically said, here's a new boogeyman. But you're right. It, I don't know what it is. It's people like either like, oh my God, if they are scared that or maybe they're just pissed off that 30 years of their life has been a lie. But I mean, it, it sucks. Yeah, it fucking sucks. But at the same time, um, what I guess what we're trying to do is offer, like tell people like, listen, this is how powerful you are. This is how powerful the hu human race is. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm offering you like a chance of like true, true freedom, you know, and a lot, a lot of responsibility comes with that. Also a lot of fucking heartache and confusion and it's just a, it's a great thing and a lot of people just like nope i am this body i am my career i am my bank account i don't want to fucking listen to that or believe that because then i don't what will i do with myself you know yeah they think um you know it's pretty much the the awakening process it can feel like um buzz lightyear and toy story when he realized he is not a toy I mean, no, when he realized he's not a superhero and that he's a toy, you know, the, all the toys are trying to tell him, like, do your toy. He's like, no, I kill aliens. I have this laser and this and that. And then he fucking got depressed as fuck when he he saw that there was, like, thousands of other toys that look just like him packaged, you know, in boxes. And he's like, fuck, I am just a toy, you know, and he's all peeling his stickers off and shit. <laughs> But from there, he, you know, became happier. He, he knows the truth, you know? He goes from, quickly, shield your eyes. Great, great. We'll blink him to death, you know, to the depressed to, yeah, dude, it's a, and that's, it's no wonder why uh, when people do find out, like, because society's just rife with drugs, alcohol, just bad, everything, everybody's got a crutch. I mean, whether it be tobacco, alcohol, you know, anything, everybody. Uh, fucking porn, dude. Porn is a fucking, you know, porn is almost just as unhealthy as, it doesn't matter. Facebook, dude. Facebook's one of the most fucking addictive things on the planet, you know? Uh, there's a crutch everywhere. And it's no wonder why when people are hit with some of this information, they just 
fuck it. What's the point in all this? You know, if that's really what's happening, then I'm just going to drown myself out in more, more drugs, more alcohol, uh, whatever. And that's, it, it's, it sucks. But at the same time, uh, like I said, at the beginning, you know, the universe, you were incarnated here for a reason. And someday when you meet your creator, meet the creator, like, uh, it, I'm just theorizing here. You know, the creator is going to ask you like, why the fuck did you not fulfill your destiny? Uh, I'd, I'd like to have a good reason for why I did try or did fulfill my destiny, you know, but, uh, that's but you, deep. <laughs> yeah. And that, that, that's the thing about, if we could, man, I could talk for hours about this shit. Cause you just mentioned something. There's so many aspects to like going through the awakening beginning, uh, when you're 15 years into it, like I've fucking been looking at this shit for 15 years. Uh, there's so many aspects to it. And not only that, like then branching off in all these different conspiracies and fucking uh, conflicts and issues and lies and just how big this fucking conspiracy is. Of course, it's been around for thousands of years. You know, this is, this is a well thought out fucking game plan. And the, these families are just handed the fucking next phase of the agenda to their, their sons and daughters or whatnot. And well, mostly sons, because if you notice like most of these fucking families in the Illuminati, like there's not a lot of women, you know, it's mostly, mostly Anglo-Saxon like men, you know? Hey, that's funny. You mentioned that. Um, so I've been doing research on universe 25 mm-hmm. um, about uh, in the 1960s, this uh, scientist did experiment on rats and um Fuck, dude, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. I remember. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, the, he made these little apartments for them. And um, they all had their food and water. They had nothing to worry about. They lived happy until they started multiplying like crazy. And they had the population exploded. And it was so dense that, you know, in the wild, um, uh, you know, two males have to fight. And then the winner gets the female, right? Well, the population population was so dense, the females didn't have nowhere to run away. So the males, they would just rape them. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it started making other behaviors. Um, there, there was even gay rats that would rape the males, and they couldn't run away either. And then, uh, of course, the, the dominant males, they would protect the females and get more food. And their offspring would later inherit more food and access to it because they're protected. But then it got to the point where they all started behaving violently towards each other. And even the dominant males, not only will they fuck up the weaker males, but they would fuck up their own offspring and the females. They would just lash out randomly in anger. And then even the females would lash out anger against their own children. And in like two years, he ended the project because the population uh, there was no more reproduction because all the babies would die before they grew up. And But that reminded me when you were talking about inheritance, they just keep getting this world inherited to them. But eventually, I mean, we're all getting violent towards each other. And it's, it's getting to that point in population density. Yep, dude. Well, in the last 48 hours, I just saw a story before we got on. There's been 10 deaths, 10 shooting deaths in Chicago in the last 48 hours alone, like some 30 or 40 people shot. I mean, that just, boom, there's your fucking proof right there. You know, Chicago's a fucking, it's like a war zone up there. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's nuts, dude. And speaking of rats, have you ever seen the, the photo of a, like the cell of a, a rat brain? It's, it, and then you take, take a picture of a, like a synapsis of a rat's brain under a microscope, a, a picture of the cell. 
Okay, it's a picture of a cell from the rat's brain and it shows the synapses and shit. But then you used to take a look at the pictures from some of these Hubble telescopes and shit of the deep universe. You put those pictures side by side, you can't tell the difference between what's what. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> as so above, so below. So the synapses look like a little universe, yeah, right? Dude. Yeah. So what does that say? I mean, to me, that says I'm I'm believe in hermetic philosophy, and principle number one of hermetic philosophy is the universe is mental, the mind is all. Therefore, and principle number two is the law of correspondence, which is as above, so below. Literally, <clears throat> the universe is we are representation of the universe. We are our own little universes. You know, we walk around in our own fucking heads. I mean, you, you create, Chewie, you create your own universe. I create my own universe. We create our own realities and your thoughts and your, your fears and shit. You know, and people are like, I don't know why this keeps happening to me. Like you're fucking manifesting it. You're literally just manifesting it. You know, that's why positivity and like people need to get control of their mental, their mental state because their mental state is going to create their fucking reality. And then I, I think it's um, funny how you were mentioning earlier about, um, you know, having a gift, right? That we all have a gift, uh, a reason to be here, you know, given by, to you by the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> and um, like you were saying, if you die and you go to your creator, he's like, yo, dude, why didn't you fucking, you know, do, you know, use your gift and become this incredible, whatever you're supposed to do, your destiny, fulfill it. Why didn't you? And I found that so deep because like what? excuse do you have like oh, i don't know dude i watch netflix like you know and but like you're saying as above as below you know because our creator he's a creator himself and he gave us the power to create as well mm -hmm. um that's why i think it's amazing is you know human beings we're animals we're mammals right that's why we have nipples but you know, as animals, if you look at us as just animals in this planet, we're able to conquer other animals and fucking tame them. You know, like fucking tigers and bears. They, they could just, you're easy prey, bro. You know, like, you, and we could train them and make them do what we want to do. And not only that, but we could think of so many ideas and we have manifested them into real ideas. Like, yo, we're fucking talking through a screen right now, like, People never imagined this years ago. You know, this is magic to people back then. And yeah, we just create so much. It's pretty crazy. It shows the, like the, the power court in this planet. You can see the power of like the power of human. I guess, let's see. Well, how do I say this? Like human beings have a lot of capacity to fucking destroy and just fucking do awful things. But we've got some fantastic ability to fucking create beautiful things and, technological things and things that make our world more interconnected and uh we have access to a lot of fucking amazing things and what you said there is so relevant uh everything this this zoom technology and anything that you see whether it be a, a lighter my phone a fork like at one point before that was a, a a real life invention that was a mental creation everything before it becomes manifested in this reality is a mental creation so as you said yeah, I believe kind of, I don't know if I believe this, but this makes a lot of sense to me. I think we're, we are all, you and me, everybody, this universe is literally, I think we exist within the mind of God. Um, it, it makes a lot of sense to me. Like everything would be wherever you go, the highway, every, anything in the universe. I think the universe is the brain of God or the creator, if you will. And then, uh, then we're creators as well. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's crazy. Yeah. It's like one of your germs on you that you never, you can't even see is like, 
conscious. <laughs> right, dude. I mean, that just, that kind of makes you feel like really little, but also at the same time, like, what the fuck is this really? Like, what is this really? Is it a simulation? Is it a, I mean, I mean, they pretty much confirmed that, you know, atoms have no solidity that it is the holographic universe. And, and the reason now somebody's going to say, well, the art, if it's holographic, then put your f- hand through that wall. Well, uh, my conscious mind or my mind hasn't figured out a way to make my, the vibrational frequency of my hand match the vibration, vibrational frequency of that wall. Uh, and same thing like steel, steel has a vibration. Like it moves, vibrates so fucking slow. The wavelength is really like, looks like a, almost a straight line, but with a little bit of curves now, like a feather or the speed of light. Like it's just the weight, the crests and troughs are, it's vibrating so fast that, uh, the, the faster it vibrates, the lighter it is, I guess is what I'm trying to say, or the less dense it is. But every second of every day, right now, every second, you and I, there are electrical signals firing along synapses of the brain, which are in, the brain is interpreting and decoding into this reality. And again, people sit at their, you know, sit at their fucking desks 10 hours a day and like just wait for the day to be over and then go home and want to fucking just wind down, eat a TV dinner and then do it all again tomorrow. Like you're right. Like at some point, uh, like you said, like, what's your excuse? Uh, time's not fucking getting me slower. And the risks that we're afraid to take, like uh, we're going to have to answer to the creator someday for that, uh, in my opinion. And uh, I I guess I want to have a very good reason for like, Hey man, I I fucked your Ferrari up. God, I'm so sorry. Like, well, Hey, that's all right. Took some, you know, maybe God doesn't want us to bring that back. The Ferrari as fucking beautiful as possible. Maybe God's like, all right, this Ferrari is fucked up. That's what I'm talking about. You know, you you tried, you did, you took some risks. Um, If, you see, I see people at Walmart, like these older people, senior citizens, and it breaks my heart. Like 80 some years old being the greeter at Walmart. If that person did everything they were supposed to do, kept their head down, didn't ever question authority, and that's where they ended up, I'm going to take some fucking risks, you know? Mm-hmm. What's, what's the fucking, what's the point? What's the hurt? You know what I mean? And, you know, like entrepreneurs and businessmen, people that have, you know, uh, made a name of themselves. Um, a lot of them, you know, the way I, I see it is like the higher the risk, the higher the reward, you know, like I, I've been at work, you know, you know, way before in different jobs and people would complain about their job. We're like, why the fuck didn't the owner buy this? He could afford it. What, you know, this and that or like, but, you know, I tell them like, look, he's the owner because he took a higher risk. Like if the money, the company doesn't make money, you lose your job, but he loses his fucking business, his house. So he's got a lot more at stake, you know? Yep. So he, he's taking a higher risk and he got a higher reward. You just, you just got to take that leap, you know? Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I took that leap. Uh, Cause I won't be probably working in public service anymore. I actually started my own business. It's called record LLC. Uh, and Actually, I developed the Dreiker Initiative, and the Dreiker Initiative—it's uh, a synonym. I think it's what they call it, or an acronym: D R Y K E R. Declare your determination, relentless responsibility, youthful uniqueness, Kansas kindness. Embrace or no, uh, embody excitement, embodiment of excitement, and right, uh, recalibrate your righteousness. So. I don't really know what I'm going to do with this business. I applied for a DUNS number. I'm a mil- I'm a government contractor now. I have the ability to apply for government contracts. Um, I'm just going to try to do what I do well, voice talent, uh, drone photography, because most business owners will tell you like what they ended up doing is not what they started out doing. And uh, 
I'm going to take a, take a fucking risk, you know, what the fuck. Uh, well, again, man, congratulations. Me. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I got to find me a client now, but uh, we'll get there eventually. I got a couple of drone gigs that uh, are lined up. So that's, uh, that'll be interesting to see where that takes me. But uh, yeah, the, the government, I was talking to somebody like, wait, wait, you're a government contractor. I was like, that's right. And they're like, how many of you won? I was like, none. <laughs> you know, but I got my Dunn's number. So fuck it. Fuck, dude. Fuck yeah, man. You got this. Right? And I do the the good thing too is that when you have an LLC, like you basically I'm putting shit, I'm protecting myself personal liability uh against my LLC. So if somebody sues my LLC, they can't take my personal assets. There ain't much personal assets, but uh, I'm gonna put my podcast under my LLC. Uh, Fuck yeah. It, you know, yes, yeah, so now I can say, you know, a a production of record LLC or whatnot. Uh and I don't even know how, I think I have it classified as a consulting agency or it's either consulting or a media agency, but uh, it, it's fascinating to like just learning what you learn about uh, having an LLC, like an EIN number. And if people like, honestly, in my opinion, the most successful people are, like you said, the ones that take risks and the ones that find a way to reinvent themselves, whether it be daily, monthly, yearly, sometimes you have to. And if you, if you are unable to reinvent yourself, by necessity, uh, I mean, if you're unable to reinvent yourself out of choice, then shit, you're going to be fucked over by necessity when you have to find a way to reinvent yourself, you know? <clears throat> Very true. That's how you learn. You know, you got to adapt. Mm-hmm. Yep. And dude, it's like uh, in Batman Begins and uh, when Alfred says, why do we fall? Uh, so that we can learn to pick ourselves up. You know, at the point of this reality, in my opinion, and I hear Manly P. Hall talking about it, like, this is a school. We're here to develop, to learn, to uh, just understand new shit to, to literally probably suffer a little bit and then learn how to bounce back from the tragedy of life duality, you know, as above, so below rise from the darkness and embrace the light, you know? Fuck. Yeah, man. Some deep shit right there. Yeah, dude. I, uh, I mean, this, I'm excited. I'm excited. We should, uh, we should do this more, uh, we should do this game real soon. I fucking love it. And we didn't even get to your list. I apologize. I feel like an asshat. Oh, it's all good, man. Right now we're just, you know, it's just, um, glad you're back, bro. I mean, honestly, it's been a long time. And so right now we're just catching up, bro. (laughs) You know, just conspiracies, spirituality. And safari hats. Safari hats. And And Ted Capital. Man, fuck Ted Capital, right? He's a, you know, I was, listen, some, I, Ted Capital has a podcast and, um, I believe uh, my girlfriend, she walked into the house one night and she had the Ted Capital podcast going. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. It was pretty funny, dude. It was like really funny. Like, so I was like, oh, is that? You know, I literally I was like, is that Ted Koppel? She's like, yeah. I was like, nope, don't, nope. If the professor hears that shit, he's going to fuck him. Yo, no. how could you? What the fuck? Ted Capital? If all the people, Ted Capital. Fuck yeah, man. Well, Glad have you. I'm glad you're back on podcasting, bro. I've been itching for a new Drew World Order episode. I I heard your uh, prank call one as well with the penguins. <laughs> penguins and the Pope, yeah. I love it, man. So, where can pe- people find your podcast, bro? Your business, your website. Let's see. The website is, oh my God, I need to get my domain re-registered. It's Conwell, D-A, so C-O-N-W-E-L-L-D-A dot W-I-X dot com slash D-D-W-O. And that's really jumbled, but it's not like, you know, uh, 
it's really jumbled. Let's just say that. So conwellda.wix.com slash the DWO. If, if you just search the Drew World Order, which is also found on CastBox, iTunes, Spotify, really anywhere and everywhere that you like to listen to podcasts. Uh, I've work, you know, got a couple of a couple episodes of working on right now. I'm going to talk about Iran, this like Iran, uh, this season, the Titanic. I'm going to get back into the Archons, uh, the the awakening process. Um, what else? The Belly of the Beast. Just all kinds of shit. I'm I, I'm going to strictly last like the last season. I I do throw in a little bit of comedy and I throw in some episodes here and there that don't have anything to do with the conspiracy because just to help myself break up the monotony. But that's why I created the prank call stuff. Uh, but yeah, which is really awesome. Dive. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Jesus, like, what did I ask that woman? Uh, what I say is like, boy, if you know, if I pulled up as a cop and I pulled up, pulled somebody over and they had a penguin in the back of that car and a dog kennel, I'm not sure what I'd do. <laughs> I, I, I love, love it. Some of their fucking like people's laugh at shit. I got one that I just I recorded the other day. The AT&T guy called me. And I was pretending to be, you know, I, Alex Trebek, we had a conversation about Trebek, and he's about 80 years old. You know, my daddy watched him, and my daddy's daddy watched him. Now, I was a little bit surprised that Jeopardy took off being a Kardashian nation. This guy was rolling. I told him my name was Earl. He was even starting to talk back to me like, well, how you doing, Earl? Let's get you real. <laughs> yeah, I had a real good time with that fucking guy on the phone. So that'll be the next episode of that. But yeah, the, the Drew World Order. Um, the Drew World Order. It's, we're coming back. We're coming back hot and heavy. And Season three, right? Season three, baby, and they're gonna take me down like Nixon. Well, again, maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, we're gonna have some some good shit this year, and I'm gonna have a hell of a lot more guests. I don't really have a lot of guests, and the last time I did have a guest, I fucking didn't even fucking get to air that episode. I apologize, Roderick. Uh, I love you. You're still my friend, and I look up to you a lot and respect the shit out of you. Uh, so I'll have oh, to yeah, shout out. out. Yeah, shout out to Roderick. Uh, I, seriously, I have applied the universe rule, the universal rule, to say yes to. I love it. That guy, dude, mad respect. And he's just a cool fucking guy, you know? Right, for real. He, he, he's like a philosopher, a comedian. I've never met somebody that is that fucking like knowledgeable and smart and funny and fucking just authentic, you know, genuine, really good guy. I fucking love it. And I'm, it's an honored to fucking be able to say I know him. Uh, I need to fucking reach out to him. But yeah, shout out to Roderick. But it's going to be a fun season. We'll, we'll do this a, f- a few more times. I got some plans for, you know, a couple of... Uh, uh, maybe skits or whatnot, uh, but yeah, it's, we're coming straight for the new world order. We're gonna we're not gonna slow down at all. You know, we only have a golf cart. They have a tank, but golf carts can beat tanks if you use strategy. If you have RPGs, maybe. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Fuck that! Hey, the professor, he knows where to get them too. I don't, no, but he does. He's got some ties. Oh yes, you wouldn't believe the ties. Sudan, Sudanese RPGs—they are the best brand. Best brand. Don't you didn't hear it from me though. And uh, glad to see you back, Professor Drew. And uh, yeah, looking forward to have you back on, you know, more often. And uh, we'll get into more conspiracies in the, the conspiracy hour. Right. And, we'll get uh, to, I'll go ahead. Oh, go ahead, dude. My bad. My bad. I was just going to say we'll get into some topics. Uh, we'll have it a little bit more organized. This time we're just catching up, bro. Just welcoming mm-hmm. you back. You know, congratulations on your business, man. And let me just say this, uh, since we're, this is on the record, and I apologize, Chewie, I was just really excited to see it. Uh, fantastic job. Keep up the good work. Like, really professional, and you're doing an awesome fucking job. And, like, the scope of topics you're covering is, is fucking amazing. Uh, you honestly, like, 
you're my favorite podcast. Thanks, you're a bro. great host. You're funny. You're really professional. You're really good at what you do. And uh, every time I, I try to plug, I have your like your show plugged on my website. Uh, yeah, pr- just, I appreciate that, by the way. Absolutely. For, for real, dude, there's not, I would follow you to the ends of Babylon. Uh, I really believe in you and I really appreciate the opportunity. And it's an honor to call you my friend. So like shout out to you and your fans and uh, you've got a really good platform. And I, I just, I can't imagine where it's going to go because you're really fucking good. You're committed and uh, you have a lot of talent. So thanks for, thanks for everything, dude. Yeah. And thank you, man. Back at you, bro. I really appreciate it. That means a lot, man. Checks in the mail. You're welcome. <laughs> right. And uh, so, yeah, man, thanks again for coming on, bro. Right on. Uh, over and out. Roger, Roger. Peace. Later, dude. everyone thanks for tuning in and if you'd like to support this podcast you can find me at anchor.fm slash screaming chewy gmail.com there'll be three options for a monthly subscription first one i believe starts at a dollar a month yo yeah dollar a month yeah and if you don't want to that's cool you can follow me on facebook and youtube screaming chewy show for some memes some more videos for episodes and behind the scenes kind of deal, right? You can follow me on Twitter, uh, Screaming Chewy. Yeah, not Screaming Chewy, so I should probably change it. But it's just Screaming Chewy. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.